Cam Newton is in the news right now because of a viral clip that happened from a football camp that he was at recently. But what about that up and down season in New England? You're listening to the Clot Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Can I play with him? Can I win with him? Social media, what a machine it is. Cam Newton right now is, you know, being talked about a lot because of this viral clip with a teenager who is, you know, basically talking shit to him and he, and he shouldn't have been. It was disrespectful, but it is what it is. A kid apologized. We're past that. But that viral moment, you know, ha- had me looking into Cam Newton a little more because I'm like, you know what? I haven't thought about Cam Newton since the season ended. And I wanted to look into him a little bit. And I seen that he was actually on a podcast, um, a podcast that I highly recommend, by the way, if you guys are not subscribed to it, it's called I Am Athlete. It's hosted with uh, Brandon Marshall, Chad Johnson, Fred Taylor. Um, it's a really good podcast. They have, you know, you can, whether you can watch it on YouTube or you could just listen to the podcast on, you know, whatever podcast platform you listen to. But I highly recommend it. It's great hearing the insight from these guys, the debates from these guys. Um, you know, they talk about the game of football, life, everything. They have great guests. It is a really good podcast. I'm not, you know, I can't really say enough good things about it. It really is a good podcast. But uh, Cam Newton was actually just on it. They released this episode from when I'm recording this like 10 hours ago. Um, I'm not even fully through the episode, to be honest with you. I'm like, I want to say almost uh, halfway, probably. And man, it is super, super insightful for multiple reasons. Right. I wanted to talk about Cam Newton and his you know, performance last year and, you know, how, how I felt about Cam Newton moving forward. You know, again, man, this is dynasty football and. I'm thinking like, man, what are windows, right? What windows are there? What opportunities are there right now? And Cam Newton's a window because, you you know, mo- m- many may say he had a down year last year, right? Um, it wasn't the Cam that many people, you know, are used to. And so with him, you know, being a free agent, with the year not being fantastic, with all these quarterbacks that everyone's excited about coming into the league, all these young guns, um, you know, Cam Newton can kind of get lost in the sauce, the name, you know, the the player. And so this is an opportunity. I felt like, man, maybe this is a buy-in window right now. This is a good window to get out there and throw some offers out there and try to get Cam Newton. And obviously this is going to become more difficult for me now that you're hearing this episode, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, this I Am Athlete episode was great because the guys got straight into it, man. They got straight into the whole, you know, New England experience, you know, being coached by Bill Belichick. And so much insight, like about him following Tom Brady, you know, the GOAT and how it's the toughest job in the NFL at this point, you know, especially last season and how people looked at Cam Newton and African-American quarterbacks and the perception of them. And man, it it was really fascinating. So I'm I'm still to finish the episode. And again, just go watch it. Super, super uh, insightful. But let's just talk about Cam Newton really quick. If we look at. some of the things, well, let me, let me bring you some quotes really quick. If you go to NFL.com, there's an article up right now about that episode on I Am Athlete, and there's some quotes that they pulled from the episode. Um, this was written by Kevin Patra, NFL writer. So he, he talked about how much, you know, COVID had sent him back, how he was one of the first athletes to get COVID, uh, one of the first NFL players uh, to get it. It happened so fast and how, he you know, it kind of, with the lack of the offseason that we talk about, you know, a lot on here, 
and then the COVID thing happening to him and just the new system, it being the Patriots system, it was a lot. Um, and so it seemed like he was overwhelmed by it in a sense of like, and not, nothing that, you know, I don't know how much we could blame him for as far as like those weeks that he was out, like how much work was he putting in? But Cam from this episode seems like a super focused, dialed in guy. Um, but maybe he got caught slipping, right? It's possible. Um, it happens to the best of us, man. It happens to all of us. Um, and maybe he just, you know, with COVID, with the short and off weird off season, with him being on a new team for the first time, like there was a lot that he was trying to take in. Right. And this being a very unique team. Um, so you got to give him, you know, the credit for that. So here, here we are, you know, he, he says they threw everything at him. He would never have wanted it any other way. Um, and you know, they got to talking about a lot of interest and stuff as far as like, you know, are you done? And he said he can't go out like that. He said, I can't go out like that. Hell no, I can't go out at all like that. I can't go out like that. It's not even until the wheels fall fall off. I can't go out like that. Arm strength, come on, man. Somebody just played and he's 43. So this is also an interesting quote. He said, I hear all that. I ain't never been a favorite. Going into last year, is he healthy? I just wanted to finish healthy. Now it's as if I'm, I'm, if I'm, if I'm able to learn this system. Come on, bro. I can't go out like that. My pride won't even allow me to do it. You can talk about this. You could talk about that. You could talk about whatever. Listen, bro, there is not 32 guys better than me. Put it like that, bro. I'm not 32. I 100% agree with Cam Newton here. I 100% agree with everything Cam Newton is saying. And from this episode, they did ask him as far as I got into it, whether he was talking, if he would go back to New England, he said, hell yes. If he if he was talking to New England about doing it, he said, I can't discuss that. Which, you know, obviously there is rules against that, but it also means to me that he is. So. There's a high probability, in my opinion, that Cam Newton returns to the Patriots as a starting quarterback, that they don't go the route of a young quarterback. They can certainly draft a guy and, you know, groom him. And we know the Patriots have no issue grooming quarterbacks. That's what they kind of like to do. And we know they like to draft quarterbacks, even when they don't necessarily need quarterbacks because they believe in the system of, you know, continually drafting, you know, quarterback. So drafting a quarterback is in the equation. How early we'll see, you know, they, they, they are a unique team, unique drafting team and unique everything. So that's not that's not what I'm worried about. But I am thinking Cam Newton is is a, a real possibility to return to New England, which got me thinking. Okay, well, what did he do there last year? Like, how did he really end up? When we look at the numbers, he played 15 games. When we say he was out for two weeks with COVID, one of them was a bye week. While that mattered in his, you know, while that mattered a great deal actually for him, uh, with the whole COVID thing and everything, because he still got behind on you know all the stuff that other other players were doing. Um, it's still he only missed one true game of the season, uh, playing wise. Now, if we look at the numbers, he threw for 2,600 yards. I'm just going to estimate here. I'm not going to give actual factual numbers here, but 2,600 yards passing. That is the lowest of his career besides last, you know, 2018 where he was out, you know, only played two games. Um, so that was, you know, by far the lowest of his career. He only threw eight touchdowns. He never had anywhere close to that in his career. So that is again, a career low interceptions. He threw 10, um, that's not a career high for him. He did throw more than that pretty much every year of his career, except, uh, 2015 where he threw 10 as well, but he stayed in that range where he was like, he only went up to 16 once everything, every other season was under 16 interceptions. Um, and every touchdown, every year of touchdown wise, the lowest, the lows were 18 and 19. Uh, again, not full seasons played. He missed some games, both of those years, or at least one game each of one of those years, but he had years with 22, 24, 24, 35. So you know, you kind of have an idea of the expectation of Cam Newton from a from a passing um, perspective. Rushing wise, last year in New England, rushed for almost 600 yards. 
that, that's pretty impressive. And 12 touchdowns. That is definitely impressive. Um, in his career, he's rushed in almost every single season for at least 500 yards or more. He's even had, in 2017, almost 800. So the yards is not crazy. It's not an anomaly. It's not a once-off that we have to ignore. Touchdown-wise, he always had you know, four or better. And one season even had 10. So the, the big spikes and touchdowns is not, you know, uh, ridiculously out of, you know, it's not something that we can't think is a possibility, but he did average like five, six, you know, touchdowns at least a season. So this, this is interesting to look at. It's interesting to look at if we, you know, if you look at the game log, you'll see how um, the season was inconsistent. Some games he did really well. Some games he struggled. He was also getting, you know, the you getting pulled from games and all this weird stuff because that's the Patriot way. They're not going to keep you in if you struggle. And so that's just the way it is. Um, also, if you look at the way the year started, which Brandon Marshall actually talks about on the podcast, it was interesting. Um, you know, he was having some success. And then once he came back from the COVID thing, it just kind of was off the rails at that point and never really seemed to get, uh, you know, find a groove, at least passing wise you know, certain games here or there, but nothing where he actually like just really took it and just kept going consistently with it. So um, there was definitely issues here. How much do we blame on the COVID situation and him missing those two weeks of, of, you know, working with the team in some capacity? You know, how much do we blame on no off season? How much do we blame on this being a totally new offense? What I'm not willing to do is put this all on Cam Newton and blame him and say Cam Newton isn't good at football. Cam Newton can't handle the Patriots offense. Um, Cam, you know, Cam Newton can't do this. He has to find a different team. I don't believe any of that. Um, if I just, if you just think about it, right. Healthy Cam Newton, a second year in the system, as weird as the first one was, there's, there's, it was definitely a first season, a true off season, hopefully. And again, I've, I've had this, you know, debate with people on Twitter. Oh, there might still be a weird off season. Even if there is weird training camp and all that kind of stuff, it's still, they're going to be better at it because it's their second go around. Um, so a better better offseason training camp, all that kind of stuff. And something that the, the guys on the show harped on a lot was you had no weapons in New England. And he brought up, you know, Nikhil Harry. But actually, that's the one player he brought up by name. Um, and so he, he seemed to think that or allude to that Nikhil Harry could be really good or could be good, but he's really young. And so there is that potential for Nikhil Harry and other players on the team to get better, of course. But there's also the idea that the Patriots have to add some kind of offensive weapon. They def- they definitely do. Cam Newton wouldn't say it. He wouldn't roll anyone under the bus. And that's obviously, you know, the smart decision here in this, in this case. But the other guys in the show were all, you know, adamant that he did not have a dog on this offense. That he did not have, you know, a wide receiver that he could trust every single time. He couldn't just, when things broke down, say, I'm throwing it to this guy because I trust this guy. Because I know this guy can do it. He didn't have that. So if you think... Imagine Cam Newton does resign with the Patriots. Imagine the Patriots do add a weapon or two to this offense. Imagine the extra, you know, the actual offseason, the training camp, more into the playbook, more understanding of his offense. Cam Newton has a real chance here, a real chance to be really good in fantasy next year, in my opinion. Um, if, if you look at, if, if you're looking at the, you know, the the stats for his entire career, I think you know to say that he's gonna if he played a full season healthy. And had you know a fair weapon or two in that offense for sure, and the and the true time you know to work with this team, I don't see him getting under 3,000 passing yards, right? So he bumped that up from twenty seven hundred to three k up plus. He's not a four k kind of quarterback really. So 
you know, three to 3.5, you know, range, I think is fair, but 3.5 may be too high. And I don't know. We'll see. But three to 3.3, somewhere three, three plus, right? There's no way Cam Newton throws for eight touchdowns again. It's just not going to happen. So you can safely assume you would get like, I, I would feel good about projecting like 20 touchdowns maybe. Um, and that's, you know, nothing out of, again, nothing out of, out of whack for his career. That's not, that's not asking for anything too much, actually. Um, 18 and 19, again, were his two lowest um, that he finished the season with passing wise. Other years were 22, 24, 24, and 35. So he could go th- 20 plus, obviously. Um, interceptions, I would assume about the same, probably. Um, if, you know, I, I don't mind give or take a little more, uh, it's fine. But I would assume in the double digits again, because Cam Newton throughout his career has done that. And then rush him. Let's throw another 500 yards on there. At least 12 touchdowns, not happening. I don't, I don't see that happening again. Um, hopefully it doesn't have to happen that way, right? Because more things are happening that he doesn't have to depend on just bailing out on the offense like that. But the Patriots had a lot of goal line opportunities and he gets to, you know, when, when they get those, they were giving it to him a lot. That's where he got these 12 touchdowns for the most part. So there's a possibility it is close to double digits. Um, that's not far-fetched. It really isn't. I know it sounds crazy, but it's, it's really not. When you think about this Patriot offense and how good they could be, and if Bill Belichick doesn't want another year like he had last year, too much pride, too much ego, he's too good at this. The Patriots are too good at this. I just can't see it you know, being another horrible season like it was last year. So when you think about this, when you think about how much better he could be, Cam Newton <laughs> last year wasn't, even all things considered, everything that I've talked about, as far as the struggles, the COVID, you know, the new offense, all these things, he finished out of all quarterbacks at 16 with about almost 270 fantasy points. You basically could call that 15. You basically can call that 14. Derek Carr had 280. Matt Ryan had 290 something. Kirk Cousins at 11 had 320, just about. It's not crazy to think Cam Newton can hit that area. Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton, you're flirting with a top 10 quarterback. If all things go the right way here. Um, and I truly believe that. I truly believe if Cam Newton resigns there, he could do that. It's not it's not crazy to me. I think he's open to the challenge. He's a smart dude. He's he's better than people give him credit for mentally and physically. He's focused, he's dialed in, he's taken pride in the fact that the Patriots are a challenge for him. Um, and that people look at it a certain way. I'm all I'm all in on this. This is an opportunity. If I if I can get Cam Newton on my team right now in Dynasty Superflex two quarterback leagues, I'm all on it. I'm all on it. If there's somebody who's out on him right now, they're not feeling great about him, they're looking to get one of these young quarterbacks, I'm all in on Cam Newton for that. All day. All day. And like he said, he's not no way there's 32 quarterbacks better than him and he ain't 32 either. Last season, if you thought he had a bad year last year with COVID, new team, no weapons, he finished 16. Cam Newton is a borderline top 10 quarterback, potentially better, but it just depends on all these young guys and all these talented quarterbacks who you move out, but he's potentially a top 10 quarterback. He, 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 his, his strengths are there. The ability is there. It's not crazy. He was less than a hundred points at a top 10 last year, missing one game, dealing with COVID, dealing with everything. He is, he is by far a top 15 quarterback and is close to the conversation of top 10. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about Cam, man. His name's in the news right now. It's it's about, you know, a stupid situation. And we need to get back on, on, on track here, get back on point. Cam Newton is potentially going to be a top 10 quarterback next year in fantasy football as a New England Patriots quarterback. I'm excited about that. I'm excited about who's going to be on the other side of that ball. 
Is it Nikhil Harry? I'm not totally bought on Nikhil Harry. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not sold on it. But it, it's not It's not out of the idea. But he's not going to – they have to add a better player, man. There's so many free agent wide receivers, whether the Patriots will go on in, in on any of those guys. But there are so many good – there's going to be so many good opportunity, uh, you know, options at, at wide receiver for, for the Patriots to definitely improve this position, not mentioned in the draft. So I'm all in on Cam Newton, top 10 potential. Likely, possibly right outside of it. But yeah, it's there, man. It's there. And at, go go check out the interview. I am athlete. Go subscribe. If you watch it on YouTube, it's, it looks beautiful. It's not some low-budget shit. It's, it's, it's nice, man. Or just go listen to your favorite podcast app. But it's a great interview. Very insightful. If you don't have respect for Cam Newton, if you don't understand who he is as a person and his intelligence level and all those other you know things that maybe the media doesn't want you to believe... You watch that interview, you know what's up. I mean, we knew what was up before that if you were open to, you know, understanding Cam Newton. But for those who were closed-minded on him, it's a great opportunity for you to, to be open-minded and really and really understand who he is. Um, other than that, guys, you know the deal. I appreciate the support, as always. All the new followers on Twitter, all the new subscribers, all the new uh, downloads, everyone who's supporting the show. I appreciate y'all. I really do. Other than that, guys, be kind, be great, keep dying.